Welcome to My Evening Devotional. I am your host, Tony Silvera. Every weekday at 9 p.m., I bring you a new meditation on the Word of God. You can subscribe to our podcast on different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Music. Every weekday, I bring you a new meditation that you can listen to and watch. If you just listen, you're missing the YouTube and Facebook Live videos. Check out my website at myeveningdevotional.com Welcome to My Evening Devotional. Uh, tonight we're going to learn about a subject that even though people think they know about it, uh, there's not a lot of teaching on this subject. So my question today is, are you ready to stand before God? And we've been talking about standing in the sense of standing against adversity. And I've read the scripture about the armor of God in Ephesians 6.13, where it says, Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. And uh, we saw how in the same scripture and similar passages, uh, Paul talks about resisting the powers of the enemy, resisting temptation. And at the end, we stand firm. We stand firm on our faith. Now, there's another aspect of standing before God that I would like to talk about tonight. And so the first thing uh, I would like to talk, it's about courage. And in uh, the book of Ezekiel, uh, God told the prophet, Ezekiel chapter 2, and then verses 1 and 2, he says, And then he said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet, and I will speak to you. This because when Ezekiel realized he was in the presence of God, he fell flat on his face. Uh, when we're in the presence of a holy God, we understand how weak and how fragile we are and how majestic God is. So he fell flat. But when God says, stand, stand before me, stand up, he's not just asking him to stand in a sense of honoring him, of giving him honor. He requires courage from the people who will serve him. And that's an important aspect of standing before God. It's not only a privilege, but it's a call for courage. It's when God says, stand up. Stand up, do this, be courageous, stand firm. And uh, God requires this. Now, uh, what I'm talking about uh, tonight, about standing before God, is about something that we uh, are going to be confronted with. And everyone, either you believe in God or not, one day you'll have to stand before God. 
And let me introduce the subject by first reading in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10. It says, For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve for the good or evil we have done in our bodies. So this is talking about a final judgment. When we will uh, have all to stand before God, as we read in this passage. So the final judgment is when Jesus, the Son of God, will judge the living and the dead before destroying heaven and earth, uh, which are called in Scripture the old heaven and earth, which are corrupted by sin. So uh, it's like a a, a reset, and we've heard about uh, people wanting to do a reset in society. Good luck with that. But uh, uh, in the spirit and in all creation, God is going to start all over. It's going to be the end of an age and the beginning of a new one. And you're invited to stand before God. Now, let me expand a little bit. In Romans chapter 14, verse 12, it says, So then every one of us shall give account of himself uh, to God. So what does this mean, give account of himself? Well, we all have different lives, different callings, uh, different situations we go through. And uh, during our lifetime, we're tested. Yes, we're tested by trials, by all, all kinds of, of, of ways. And God tests our integrity. God tests our willingness. God tests our faith. It's a, it's a full test during this lifetime because we're being prepared for the time to come. So if you had to stand before God today, well, what will he say about your life? Will you hear God say, well done, good and faithful servant? Or will you hear him say, depart from me, workers of iniquity, for I never knew you. So when you are committed to live for God, you're not afraid of this time of judgment. Uh, you, you are committed and it becomes easy to choose the right things and to reject the evil. But when you're not committed, you will struggle a lot living for God. You will ask yourself, uh, is it okay to do this? It's not okay. And I, I've been uh, counseling uh, Christians for many years. And sometimes, yes, they are in sin, in a sinful situation or in a sinful relationship and they want to justify it so they will try to find uh, a man or a woman of God a pastor a preacher that will say yes you're doing very well yes uh, everything is all right when sometimes it's not and so our responsibility is individual and as we're confronted with the word of God we need to make the right choices Let me read another scripture in Romans chapter 2, verse 6. It says, God will repay each person according to what they have done. So so it seems that there is a a reward, a repay. What's a a repay? It's like you're hired to do a job and uh, you got paid, let's say, $1,000. And it's fine. You were paid $1,000. But at the end of the job, Uh, you are called by the one who hired you, and he says, oh, wow, you you did such a good job. Instead of a thousand, I want to give you two thousand. 
That's a, a, an awesome repay in the natural. In the spirit, it's going to be even better because God will repay. Uh, also, if you did a poor job, uh, uh, you can be called and say, listen, I paid you $1,000. You didn't do your job. So give me my money back. So uh, the, in, it's in this sense. And so you'll understand it before we finish tonight, our evening devotional. I will read in the book of Revelation uh, some of the final words, final things that will happen uh, at the end of the age we're living in. It says in Revelation 20, verse 11, Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great. Notice, standing before God, and books were open. Let, let, let us pause here for, for a moment. So, so this is the vision that uh, John had. There's a throne, God is there, and there's a final moment. And people are coming before God, and they stand before him. That's what we're talking about. And it says that books were open. Let's read the, the, uh, the end of this uh, uh, short passage. On verse um, uh, 14, 15, it says, And another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. Uh, so, so it seems that there is a, something registered. It's called the book of life. Um, uh, well, book in the old days, it's, it's like a scroll. It's a scroll of life. Uh, and in that scroll, uh, a timeline is registered. And things are registered concerning who? Concerning ourselves. So uh, my life, your life, are registered before God. It's like there is, there is a scroll. There is a, a, a timeline a book of life, and God goes through your timeline and, uh, and you'll be uh, rewarded or punished. We all have a purpose and there's a plan of God for your life. You are not a statistic. You were created personally by God for a good reason, and you will give an account of how you fulfilled his purpose for you on earth. In Scripture, the book of Matthew, chapter 25, says the following, All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats, and he will step the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. This is Jesus explaining the process of selection that will happen at the end times when we will be presented before God. Jesus himself says that just like a shepherd is able to divide and separate sheep from goats, he will do the same with us. In this story, Jesus calls sheep to his flock and goats to the opposite flock. So he says that the sheep will be at his right hand, 
the right hand of God is a place of special importance. In old times, the right hand of a king represented power. Everyone sitting at the right hand of the king was granted the same power as the king. So Jesus is saying truly that if you're classified as one of his flock and he says, my sheep know my voice, I can call them by their names and God calls you and Jesus has called you as one of his sheep, one of his flock. And according to him, we will be placed at the right hand of the Father. What a blessing. Let me finish with the good news. Uh, the Apostle Paul mentioned also uh, this judgment in Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24. And he says, Work hard and cheerfully at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Then he says, remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward, and the master you are serving is Christ. So at the end, you need to look forward to the reward, not to the punishment. If you're not sure, if you think, oh, maybe I'm not good enough or I'm going to be punished, you need to grow in your faith. That's one of the reasons I do this evening devotional. It's to help people to understand the Word of God and to grow in faith. It's not the will of God to punish you, but you will be punished if you do not do the plan of God, the purpose of God for your life. Listen, we are flawed. We have sins. We have hidden sins. We have uh, temptations uh, uh, to which we are not able to resist sometimes. But at the end, what it really matters it's what you did according to your calling. And stop looking at other people. Stop considering if you are holier than them, because that's what so many people do. When you realize who God is, you just fall flat on your face, and you know that you're in the presence of a holy God. But he's the one who says, stand up, stand, stand before me. Stand before me. And if you have uh, that inner courage to do so, let me tell you, you do not have to fear the judgment of God. So the question for tonight was, are you ready to stand before God? And if you consider I am not, nothing is lost. You can correct it. Start reading the Word of God. Start correcting those things in your life. Start trimming down those flaws that you know you have. You can always ask God for forgiveness. And let me tell you, He forgives all. God bless you. This was my evening devotional for tonight. Every day at 9 p.m., I am here with a new meditation on the Word of God. I hope you've enjoyed it. Take note of the Bible verses. Visit my website at myeveningdevotional.com. And if you cannot uh, watch these messages live, I'm doing a live, watch it after and get the full collection of messages on audio format by visiting myeveningdevotional.com and subscribing 
on iTunes, on Apple Music, Google Music, Spotify, and other platforms. See you here again tomorrow.